0: Hello and welcome to the Broadcast Sport Podcast. My name is Jake Bickerton and I'm the editor of Broadcast Sport. We are here chatting to Matt Stag, who is Director of Mobile Strategy at BT Sport. Uh, Matt came to me saying, do we want to chat about the metaverse? I don't really understand a lot about mm. it, so I thought, let's <laughs> speak to someone that, that hopefully does. And uh, then he sent me over... An article which kind of clearly showed that he did understand quite a lot about it which is good yeah a nice simple question to start off with that which is what is the metaverse
1: mm, not quite as simple <laughs> I, I wish it was it, it's many many things uh, I mean the term is 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 coming in and and there's a lot of buzz around it but it really refers to shared experiences in in a virtual world or almost talking about the next version of the internet where people can go in uh, and experience using virtual reality uh augmented reality or, or what we're now talking about extended reality or, or xr which which is a mix of, of both so you can merge the the virtual and the um and the physical really uh the concept has been around for a while i think the the first sort of discussion of it was um, was in a um, uh, a novel by Neil Stevenson in 1992 called Snow Crash, where he imagined the metaverse as a shared interconnected universe, which within the digital world, where people could react with one another. Probably more well-known to most people is um, in 2018, when um, a film called Ready Player One was launched. More recently, it's probably hit the headlines again uh, in the mainstream with Facebook uh, rebranding Meta, not just Facebook. It's an overarching company, a bit like Alphabet is um, with, with Google. It was very much looking at how they can bring in your Oculus. And that is, again, looking at what they see is, is the next generation norm, um, of the Internet where you'll react with it. As a as a person, if you like, in these virtual worlds,
0: you know VR headsets in themselves have had quite a lot of criticism over the last, you know, five years. Went on that was a hype curve, whatever it's called, yes. where you know for a little while everyone was like, yeah, it's great, and then everyone was kind of against it. Now it's sort of probably somewhere in the middle there. The Oculus experience is obviously a lot better than, say, the VR of five years ago, but it's still got some way to go. You would imagine before someone's willing to. You know, spend a lot of time with a headset on, or, or, or am I being too kind of literal about what's available now? Should I be thinking ahead as to what kind of devices and wearables and stuff are around in the future?
1: Yeah, I, I think you know, I've always been with you on that. I don't, you know, and as BT Sport, we've discussed this it sports a social experience. So to sit there with a headset on is, um, to, to watch a football match is, is just. know i I don't think it works for many people so what we're looking at um and i think it works a lot better is is sort of extended reality and we're seeing a lot more um, devices coming through that are um, what we call pass-through devices so they're actually um, glasses that look more and more like glasses so you you would wear them but they're just normal so you, you can see everything so you can be sat there but then what you can do is overlay different views different information you know be that at the stadium and we've talked about some um, augmented reality there Mm -hmm. but this then allows you to still have that social interaction whilst being able to um, do other things like you know go in look at some 360 cameras or you know go into a a virtual space where you can all watch the game uh, together so that's where I see the future in terms of of where we would like to go with some of our experiences.
0: What's the user experience like of, you know, some glasses like that? Have you tried Um, them on yourselves yet?
1: Yeah, uh, in fact, I actually actually got a pair. This is them, and Ah, one of the, the interesting drivers... Um, and that we're looking at in our project, uh, it's a part DCMS-funded project that we're, we're leading with with a number of experts uh, in things like um, graphics offload, volumetric video, spatial audio. So, in order for these to take off, they got to look good. You know, even these are still not quite there. Yeah, they're not quite um, there. Yeah. And with um, with wearables, the idea is actually. You want to strip everything out of them. They yeah. really want to just be lenses. Yeah. Right? And then you can start yeah, having them and, and they, um, they should look like yours eventually. Yeah. Now, that's almost um, opposing what these new experiences need, which is intense processing power to bring some of these things, so volumetric or, or going to a, a virtual stadium, any of these so we're experimenting with um, something called Cloud XR, where you actually take all of the processing power uh, and put it at the edge of a 5G network, or you know, any type of, of connectivity. Because this isn't just going to be a 5G technology; it's going to be a fiber. It's going to be, you know, however you can get these these speeds and low latencies. But what that means is everything, all of the heavy lifting, is done in the network. And then actually you're just using the, the low latency for, for the streaming of that. Yeah. And we're seeing all the development from people who are really looking at these as, as products. So there's lots of rumors about what Apple were doing, this, um, and things like that. So yeah, it's exciting time, I think.
0: And then once you've got it to the stage where these things are, are quite similar to existing glasses or devices that you're used to, to carrying around, then, how long will it take to get something akin to the sort of metaverse you're describing at the start? And what kind of applications do you initially see it within the sports space?
1: Can we bring the fan at home into the stadium? And that's where we should be able to to use this technology. You know you pick your seat, you can go and and, and sit wherever you want, move around. Uh, but also things like um, a virtual shared watching experience. So the best corporate box you can have there, where actually it's not just you. You are able to then look around, flip in and out of, of the sort of video. But then you can look around, your friends uh, are in their houses on your house, um, and you can mix all that together. Really, we see it as um almost just an evolution of social viewing.
0: You're, you're mixing in that social side with a quite a, a new type of viewing experience where you're wearing some of these wearable devices and then you can go into a stadium that looks like the real stadium. You can go and choose your seat in that real-ish stadium. Yeah. Will you be sitting alongside people that are actually at the stadium?
1: Um, I don't see any reason why not, you know, yeah. and, and that's the the whole point of being able to... So some of your your mates have gone there, but you're there, you're in it, we're even moving on to things like the tactile internet, so you, know, you can sort of feel the roar of the crowd and um, and get that experience. I don't believe that you know you will ever go okay. ah, oh, we've got tickets. I'm not going. I'm going to sit in in my house. It, it's just that ability to be able to to evolve the experience. This edge XR
0: project that you're working on with five G what what stage is that at at the moment and how's the kind of initial results looking
1: um unbelievable got a number of, of different use cases there one of them being you know you build your own experience we're looking at the the MotoGP you build your screen around you so your whole room becomes you know the, the ability to be able to fill space so a large screen with the broadcast feed then um, holographic version of the track and We can see where everyone is, and you can click on them. And it's actually we, we've got it now where it's all around you. And the other really exciting one, and yeah, you know, I, you know, I certainly think it's the best, is the, the full volumetric video. So we're looking at boxing. You would be able to walk around it, and you, you're seeing that match in holographic. We're using spatial audio. It needs to add to the fans. You know, we've said, in you know, you and I have talked about. Um, you know taking the fan to the heart of sport anything that adds but the key is it has to be editorially led so it needs to be in time you know if you're, if you're going to watch it it has to be exactly aligned with the yes. commentary and the sound
0: the example you gave of the moto gp application with all of these additional bits bespoke to what you want around you to be able to create that and display it without any latency is going to be quite challenging isn't it
1: very much so so um you know you you've got um all of the these pieces and that's where we're um we're looking at you know it's an r d project to see what's possible but more um about you know how we can do that so that's why we've looked at the um the xr to get the processing but also you know we need to see uh, how this can scale a lot of the stuff we're looking at for sport so we take volumetric video that's actually not just uh media and entertainment is a vertical you know it goes across uh, i mentioned medical imaging culture so theater education being able to you know with remote learning at the moment when we're sort of in and out of it during this pandemic is 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 very difficult you know it's so to be able to have your teacher in the room if you like um you start to get that um, that interaction that, that that goes there so if we can start to um, explain to operators, and obviously we we have an operator in the group, and say, you know, all of these things are very similar so the investment becomes um, more sort of techno-economic because they can get return on investment from from the others and then we can start to, to push our agenda and, and bring those new experiences to life.
0: With having EE as part of the group, do you think EE will be innovating perhaps more than... Other providers, you know, in this space to enable this kind of metaverse technology to come to the market quicker than others, perhaps.
1: You know, again, it's going to be an evolution of of, of where our, our fans go. You know, if, if this takes off, and you know, it's it's still a, a long way off to get that sort of yeah. um, the image that was, yeah, you know, originally sort of done in in um, in the early days in in, in science fiction. We're going to see it it, it coming. It's going to be a while, but there needs to be an investment. And one of the things that I talk about internally as well is we're very well placed. So we have obviously a sports broadcaster. We have a fixed and mobile um, network in BT. We have media and broadcast for some of the production side of things. Mm. And we work um, in close collaboration with the device manufacturers Mm. so bringing all that together certainly from um, uh, an exploratory piece and an ideas piece and bring that together we're um, we're really well placed
0: and then in the future once this is something uh, whatever it turns out to be do you think there'll still be the need for the type of ways that we watch content at the moment you know tv mobile device and all that I mean do you think this will just be another option
1: yes for for a very long time you know and it's it, see how um see how things develop but you know th- this big piece of almost um yeah going in having your uh, your your social experiences from a personal point of view it needs to be something that you know is a uh, uh, I guess adds to experiences not replaces them mm-hmm. you know I, I think and you know but you, um, fan behaviour is, is changing. Uh, and then, you know, we have to, to react to that mm. um, while still maintaining, you know, the key is maintaining that TV um, or, or um, app-based uh, broadcast. Uh, and I don't believe that will ever go away. We're not gonna going to be going watch Liverpool versus Man United in the middle of a fortnight game. Yeah. yeah, but we yeah. might be sat with our friends some at the stadium and some at home uh, and bridging that gap between the sort of physical and, and the virtual
0: lovely to chat to you again hope to see you again in person very soon if yeah. not in here in the metaverse yeah. you know, who
1: knows <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be in the pub Jacob
0: <laughs> yes I'm sure that's right <laughs> cheers right. Take care, right, mate take care mate Thanks for listening to this episode of the Broadcast Sport podcast. We'll have more soon. So subscribe now and we'll see you on the next one.